Hey guys, welcome to the Jesus take of the podcast. Namaste, mother. Yeah, I already shared in the conversation podcast how I was raised to not swear. I mean, we didn't even say piss, suck, or screw, or we didn't even get to tell each other to shut up because that was technically a bad word. So as pastor's kids, you learn how to work around the rules sometime and we were we were creative pastors kids and um, we came up with creative ways to work around the rules for instance we couldn't say i swear to god that was like a big no-no if you said i swear to god so we came up with i promise to jesus and we still use i still use this even in my everyday everyday conversation even at work like if i'm like i'm totally honest i'll say no i'm not kidding I promise to Jesus and my kids even growing up they'll say what no are you lying really do you promise to Jesus and if they were like yeah I promise to Jesus it was like okay so um, they're not lying guys they promised to Jesus so we came up with that because we couldn't say I swear to God and we even came up with our own big swear word because I mean we couldn't even say piss sucker screw so we came up with our own swear word and it's a big one but it doesn't have any of those it doesn't have any of the big hitters it just sounds like it and it's son of a corn shucking mother fudruckin son of a bastage i know it sounds terrible and my kids even use it to this day and i think my brother's kids use it my sister's kids still use it um i we were we were pretty creative kids but it it went around the letter of the law that my mother laid down of no swearing because we didn't technically use any of the big hitters or any of the ones that she said we couldn't say. So we came up with that one. That little story doesn't have anything to do with the Jesus take of Namaste, Mother. But I just thought it was funny. So here we go. Let's get past the name of this podcast and get down to the meat and potatoes of what it's all about which is doing hard things while being at rest. Recently, I read, probably on Facebook, the quote, work hard, rest hard. And I think that's true, right, and good. I give that quote a total thumbs up. The quote was attached to an article that talked about the importance of making time to rest, being intentional about it by incorporating restful activities like Meditation, yoga, an Epsom salt bath, solitude, going to getting a pedicure, which I say 100% yes, yes, yes to all those things. But I want to present a different approach, which is work hard while resting. Or to make it shorter, work hard, rest even harder. True rest which is, this is the rest we're going to talk about today, true rest. It's not inactivity or complacency. You can be doing nothing at all and still not be at rest. Or you can be the busiest, hardest worker, top of the class, always on your A game. If it is to be, it's up to me kind of person and still feel like it's not enough. True rest isn't earned. It's not like when you've run 10 miles and woo, 
I earned my night out. I earned a day off. I earned this piece of cake. I mean, you did by all means you did, but true rest is not earned. True rest is right there with you as you're working hard. True rest is a gift. We can talk about all kinds of ways to incorporate rest, how to be intentional about it. And I think that would be a great, another great podcast to talk about why you should rest harder. And I would, I would love to do a podcast on that, but I would be doing you a huge disservice if I didn't point you to true rest first. True rest is a gift. You don't have to earn it. You don't even have to deserve it. True rest is a person. It's Jesus. He did all the work to make you right, good, and even perfect in the eyes of God. That's pretty good. So I'm going to say that part again. True rest is a person. It's Jesus. He did all the work to make you right, good, even perfect in the eyes of God. What we do is lean into him and trust that all that hard work he did for you is enough. And it is. It's trusting that he knows you and sees you right where you are. Right where you are. There's two kinds of hard things we do. There's the hard things we choose to do and the hard things in this life that we did not choose, nor would we have ever chosen it on anybody else. Those hard things we choose to do, it could be training for a marathon, doing the 75 hard, doing a cleanse, a food challenge, or our exing a wad even, making goals at work, making goals in your family life, in your family life at home, marriage counseling, getting out of debt, these are all hard things. They take drive, they take focus, and it takes hard work. Relying on true rest doesn't mean you lose your hard work ethic. I should dare say that it, it would improve your work ethic. When you have nothing to improve, to, sorry, that it would improve when you have nothing to prove. There we go. Because you are already right and good and perfect in his eyes. Nothing to prove. There's a difference between hard work and toil. I looked up the synonyms of toil and their words like strive, dig, grind, struggle, drudgery. I don't want a life of toil. Toil feeds the flames not enough. And I've had my own struggles of working hard, but having that constant nag, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And it would be in every area where I was trying to work hard to improve myself, whether it was in the gym or with eating or at work or in making friends or whatever. And sometimes I still get that nagging of it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. To me, that's toil. 
God knows it's hard for us to rest. That's why it actually says in the Bible to make every effort to enter into rest. I have to be intentional to change my mindset of self-reliance, which is never going to be enough, to leaning into true rest with nothing to prove, knowing that he did it all already for me. I guess that's why I like that song coming in hot (laughs) because of the line, I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because I'm still alive. I won't sing the whole song for you, but it's that line of, I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm at rest where I am right now. I realize I don't have to be the strongest. I don't have to be the fastest. I don't have to be the funniest or the wisest in the room. I can be at rest, staying in my lane. And sometimes that takes a daily reminder of coming back into rest, stepping out of the toil and remembering that I, be, I can lean into true rest. Paul in the Bible, I mean, he worked harder than all the rest if he did say so himself, which he did. But he said that he is who he is, hard worker at all, even before he was um, a, a Christ follower. He was a persecutor of the church and he worked hard doing it and he was on his A game. He, he is a guy who works hard. But he says, He is who he is by the grace of God. No one is self-made. And that may rub some of you the wrong way, but you are who you are all by the grace of God. Every opportunity that comes your way, every job offer, every breath in the morning, every creative thought by the grace of God. And to those of you who are doing hard things that you did not choose. God knows you and he sees you right where you are. He's offering the gift of true rest, even in the midst of all the hard stuff. I want to read you one of my most favorite passages, and it's in Matthew. And please lean into each word. Let it soak in to the very core. Here it is. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's so good. He says, are you tired? Are you worn out from all the hard stuff you may be walking through? Whether it's loneliness, whether it's cancer treatments, depression, anxiety, foreclosure, loss of loved ones, covid Are you tired? Are you burned out on religion, church, Christianity, other Christians? He says, come to me. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Real rest in the middle of the hard stuff. 
a peace that is not explainable, an unforced rhythm of grace. That's my favorite line, unforced rhythm of grace. For those of you listening to this podcast that are doing the hard stuff, not of your own choosing, you don't have to toil and spin in the midst of it. In fact, that's a good gauge for us. Do I feel worry, anxiety, struggle, drudgery, or strife? Then you know you need to step back into true rest. Easier said than done, right? Right. That's why the Bible says to make every effort to entering that rest. It doesn't say to make every effort to do your best. No. Make every effort to muster up positive thoughts. Come on. No. To make every effort to just willpower through. No. He says to make every effort to enter into his rest. And he'll walk with you. He'll work with you. And he'll teach you the unforced rhythms of grace. For those of you going through the hard stuff, that you did not choose. I pray that you would be persuaded by God today that you are fully seen by him. That you are fully known right where you are. He knows you. He knows your personality, your likes, your dislikes. He sees the hard stuff. It's not a surprise to him. But I pray that you would cozy in and learn the unforced rhythms of grace as you're walking through whatever you're walking through today and that he would walk with you right through and out to the the other side. And I pray that you would find rest in the middle of the hard stuff and and know that he makes all the difference.